Hey there, and welcome back to Smarter with KJ. Today is Friday, June 26th, and I want to give a shout out to some of my friends. Sue and Diane, school is over for the school year. Close those computers and start your summer fun. And to Susie Q, Lorraine, and Joyce, woohoo! You are in retirement, baby. That's a great place to be. We had such fun yesterday celebrating the retirement of Sue and Lorraine and Joyce. And together they have about 100 years of teaching. Totally amazing, wonderful colleagues of mine. Uh, congratulations again and again and again. I know they've learned a thing or two about being in self-isolation and adapting to this new world we have right now. And last week I shared with you what a few of my friends had said that they felt during the um, self-isolation and also what my husband felt, and I added what I felt. And so two of my, uh, two of my other good friends uh, wrote to me and said, well, this is what I was feeling. And so Marjorie, who's a dental hygienist, said, initially, I felt anxious and fear with dealing with the unknown health risks for myself, friends, and family. She goes on to say, it was also difficult handling all the unknowns regarding whether she would have a job or not, and how it felt being separated from normal contact of everyone, following the new protocols and daily functioning. What she learned about herself was that she had this inner strength and resilience to go with the flow and create uh, a new daily life and have get joy from the experience. She was also joined by her son who um, came to live with them temporarily, working remotely from their home. Um, and she felt that it was an unexpected gift. They watched movies, they golfed, they hiked, and they just conversed much more than they had never that they had ever, uh, been able to do because of how busy their lives were prior to um, the virus. Um, she also said that she enjoyed the simple pleasures uh, being outside with friends and kind of creating happy hours and dinners with friends um, that they never thought about doing before and then that they're going to continue to do. She talked about exercise and, medit uh, and meditating daily and it made her feel much better emotionally and physically and that she's going to continue to do that. She also said it was easier for her to wake up um, as if she had an alarm clock, but she just woke up on her own, and she would she loved that, but now she has to set the alarm again because she's back at work. Uh, Marjorie also said that um, shopping, haircuts, manicures, eating out, and going to the movies and vacations were obviously put on hold, and they saved money, and they realized that they didn't really need those, quote, necessary items as much as she thought, um, which relieved some of her stress as she was thinking about moving into retirement, um, that she could um, live on a lot less. Uh, and best of all, her first grandson, Gabriel, was born as the pandemic started, and he's healthy and thriving, and they're so grateful. And he has given them just much more happiness and love that they could ever ask for. 
Um, I thought that was a really thoughtful response. Um, I could relate to being anxious and feeling like there is, was a cloud hanging over my head about my health and the health of others. And also about me kind of, um, uh, pulling up that inner strength and resilience and saying, I can do this. Uh, this is not fun, but I can do this. Um, I did not have a long-term guest stay with us. Um, our daughter lives in New Hampshire and our son lives only 20 minutes away and they were fine where they were. Um, but she was thrilled that her son was there. Um, and, um, that she found some joy. Uh, and I found a lot of joy. Uh, I found a lot of joy within myself, within contacting people that I hadn't heard from a long, um, a long time and, um, just found joy in small things. My friend Allie, uh, who's a teacher, she got very, very deep. Uh, she learned that, as she said, she still has a lot of flaws. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think she's just being hard on herself. Uh, Allie is the most giving person, intelligent, sweet, amazing. Um, I think she's just being hard on herself. Um, she also learned that there are many ways that her kids challenge her to be a better mother and more patient. And she also says a little less manipulative. Uh, what she learns about others, uh, being that she's a high school teacher, I guess she kind of concentrates, can start movements. And there are a lot of ways to help end racism. And what she learns about her husband and her kids, she said, my husband keeps me grounded. And my kids and our new pet are teaching me so much every day. So thank you for that. So it seems like I'm sharing uh, more of what did you learn about yourself and others during the crux of the pandemic. Well, obviously, I thought it important, uh, especially as we move forward. So, uh, for instance, if you truly discovered something about yourself that was laying dormant or maybe you developed because of need, what will you do with that now? For example, if you derived a lot of pleasure and self-satisfaction and even joy from helping out a neighbor or by going shopping uh, for her, or every time you went food shopping, you bought some extra canned goods and you brought it to your pantry, I guess my question is, will your altruism continue? Um, whenever, you feel, whenever you feel like you're blessed with abundance, uh, just you just have what you need. You don't need to think about it. Uh, just remember that there are others who are not feeling similarly. Uh, even when the pandemic slows down or ceases, um, and boy, do I hope that virus ceases. I was just reading in the Connecticut Food Bank um, in early June that even as businesses begin to reopen, uh, the effects of this pandemic are going to be felt for many, many months, if not years, um, to our, in Connecticut, to our most vulnerable neighbors. With more than a half a million unemployment claims um, since mid-March, um, th there's still a lot of food insecure people. Um, the food insecurity rates in, in Connecticut um, 
has increased by 44% from like 270,000 people in uh, all the counties in uh, Connecticut to nearly 390,000 individuals. Uh, people of all ages who are at risk of going to bed hungry. So I'm not going to get on my soapbox here, but um, know that there are people who are, or remember that there are people not doing as well as you're doing. So I leave you with this. Um, be well, stay well. And if you extended yourself to others um, who were as challenged as you or even challenged more and you felt good about helping, continue. Uh, kindness never goes unnoticed. Uh, even just if it's just up in your brain, kindness releases good, feel-good hormones. It boosts your serotonin, that neurotransmitter responsible for feelings of satisfaction and well-being. And just like when you're doing exercise and you get that sort of that exercise high, um, you, you, you get that helper's high, that altruism, uh, that you get from altruism as it releases endorphins. Um, and that kindness is a boomerang that will come back to you. Maybe not today, but it will come back to you. So I leave you with this quote from Bob Keery. Unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human change. Be kind, my friends, and I look forward to you visiting me again. Bye. And don't throw away your finished squeeze bottle of mustard or ketchup. Save it. Come back next week and find out why you're going to love this one. Bye.